Hello and welcome to another episode of Movies That Make Us. I'm Jake. I'm Tracy. And I'm Val. And we have a whole table full of guests. So we're just going to go around, have everybody introduce, them, introduce themselves and where you're from. Starting here. Hey, I'm Travis Tate. Uh, I'm a stand-up comedian. I'm here at, at Fanex. I have a podcast called Late to the Party with Travis Tate. Half of my equipment is on this, so it's a, it's a co-podcast. It is a co-podcast. We're going <laughs> to combine it. <laughs> I'm Colin Stolen Droids Podcast. I'm Kiki Furia, cosplayer, gamer, all-around nerd. <laughs> uh, I'm Zach. I'm Colin Soulmate. <laughs> I'm Marley Haywood from the Cutscenes and Cupcakes podcast. Uh, I'm Stefan Watson from Cracked Brain podcast. I'm Lindsay Goodwin from the Cutscenes and Cupcakes podcast. Ooh, cut, you have me a cupcake. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rich Bonaducci with Fox 13. I'm an average black dude. That's dope shit. <laughs> Jay, don't mess up my podcast. I'm sorry. All right. I'm Jay Washington from Collider Live, Collider Movie Talk, host of the Mad Titan Podcast, resident super villain, and a whole lot more. There we go. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> I'm James Estrada, a nerdy at home dad, uh, formerly of Geek Parenting Podcast. You should go listen to it, even though I'm not on it. And I think, is that. Yeah, that's Yay. everybody. Thank you guys for joining us. Yeah, thank you guys. This is awesome. This is a great panel of podcasters and nerds and geeks that we've got going on here. I'm just an average black dude. Your microphone does not like that. That is Jay's mic keeps going down. I don't know what to think about that. But right. so this is what this is what happened last time we were here at FanX is we we kind of started this tradition where we get a whole room full of people that are passionate uh, about nerds and uh, a topical subject. And last time we did this, we talked about the Star Wars trailer and it was chaos, but it was amazing. It was so much fun. And now we are going to tackle Spider-Man. And I just want to say it's chaos again. Look at all of these cords on the table. None of them are like, labeled. None of them have. Is like, <laughs> Your OCD is <laughs> feeding you to bring you a cable management specialist. <laughs> we can't afford a cable management specialist. <laughs> Can we all get right. an intern? Well, so I why are know. we talking about Spider-Man, Val? Okay, so one, I love Spider-Man. So yeah. that's the first reason why. Two, there is a ton of stuff going on about Spider-Man and will he or won't he with everything in Sony and Disney. Also, Tom Holland is at FanX and so I figured he's here. Most of us at the table have touched him in some way um, in the last couple of days. And it's not exactly in a weird, how it sounds. No, no, it is. It is. It's how it sounds. Um, I have a he wasn't wearing his consent card. So, <laughs> Look, so we I, got, I we got like a picture good. as a group with Tom Holland. It wasn't creepy at all. It was creepy. <laughs> I saw you. the picture. You made it I creepy, and picture. I love it. It was the best birthday present ever. Thank you to my podcast family. So, basically, nothing is off the table. You can talk about Spider-Man animated. You can talk about the old Spider-Man movies. You can talk about the new Spider-Man movies. You can talk about whether you think Disney is actually going to bring them back in, even though they said they closed the door, but we all know that could change tomorrow. So... Just jump in. Let's talk about the Spidey. What about erotic uh, fan fiction? No. <laughs> what about no. what Dad about the no. Indian Spider-Man movie? What about Supiderman? <laughs> <laughs> I think before we get too far away from the picture, we need to point out that 
you know those pictures where you go to Disneyland and they're like, they tell the family, put your hand in the middle and look down at Tinkerbell. Uh-huh. That's basically what Jake is doing. Yeah, so go to our Facebook <laughs> page, at Movies That Make Us, and look at the weird face on Jake. I will be making face socks out of the face. You can actually make face socks. I will be taking his face from my Spider-Man picture with Tom Holland and putting them on socks, and you can order those later this year. <laughs> I was going to say, if I don't get a pair of face socks, I'm going to be pissed for Christmas. You will be the first, you'll be the second person to get face socks because I'm going to be first. All right. I just want to make okay. that clear. Okay. So, I'm first of all... It's my face. How am I not the first or the second person to get the face uh, off? You can see your face every day. I'm just being day. honest with you that I'm going to be first. You will get them at the same time. Calm right. down. Okay. All right. That's fair. Okay, uh, can, I so, put my, can I put an order in as well? Sure. Everyone at the table can get some. I'm not paying for all of them, but if you would <laughs> oh, like then, some... sorry. <laughs> Listen, I work in radio. I don't make anything. I work in retail. <laughs> okay. So, Spider-Man... The Spider-Man that is right now, Tom Holland, he is has, is under contract to do Spider-Man 3. We have no idea. Well, right now we think, as of right now, Disney is not going to be involved in this movie. It's going to be a Sony-only movie. Thoughts about this? Well, why? I'm just saying, forget about the Area 51 raid. I'm ready to raid Sony headquarters. Because this is stupid. <laughs> like, what are you doing? I don't understand. But isn't it Disney's fault, not it Sony? Is. It is so, Disney. I'm going to throw that out there, and you guys all know how much I love the Disney. It is, it is kind of Disney's fault. They are not they are not getting together with Sony saying that they agree with the contract. Disney wants more money. Is it a secret that Disney likes money? No, it's no. not. <laughs> Before, Disney had a very small percentage of this, and then they said, now that we've been helping you make this character popular, and they have, and I give them that, and we've been making these movies successful, we want 50%. Sony says you can't go from 5% to 50%. No. And so they can't come to a conclusion. So it is Disney's fault in that they won't come to a conclusion that Sony is okay with. But Sony also needs to realize that, and people, you can send the hate mail to me this time, okay? <laughs> Disney is the prettier friend in this Mean Girls situation. <laughs> Sony is, is, the, is not the cute friend that Disney keeps inviting around. They need to know where, where they sit, and they need to realize they need to give Disney more money. And you mentioned that Disney wants more money from the Spider-Man movies, but they're also offering to pay more money to make the... So it's, I mean, just in defense of the mouse. Because they need help. They need help. And I like how you said that. Like, it, we know what Marvel and Disney can produce. We've seen it time and time again. 22 movies. Like, you know, we've seen it. So it's just weird to me that Sony would be like, yeah, you mean, yeah, sure, we'll give you a little bit more. I, I would if it was me. I just think it's weird after all this story that now he's just ripped from the MCU. I mean, that's just. I mean, and a I, waste. I think part of it for me, part of it is a little optimistic about what they can do with Venom and Carnage and Spider Man now. Which without, I haven't seen Venom, and I've heard, I'm a little skeptical to so see. So this it. this thing about Venom, it's not the perfect movie, but I think Tom Hardy did a decent job with it. I think that given another chance at it that I don't think that it's something that they should just sweep under the rug. Right. I think it's something that they should develop a little bit more with another, with two more movies. Right. Um, and I think that you look at the trilogy as a whole rather than just the one movie. And I got into an argument with someone who was like, 
oh, well, like, Sony's produced, like, great movies. I was like, what, Tobey Maguire's in Into the Spider-Verse? Because that's all I got, really. Like, which are fantastic movies, but mm-hmm. compared uh, to Marvel. It was I mean, only two-thirds of Tobey Maguire. We don't make yeah. talk about, about the third one. Well, I love the fact that we have Andy Serkis as the director. That gives me a lot of hope for the sequel. The only thing that I like about, and I'm going to get huge hate for this, Tobey Maguire's rendition of Spider-Man or all of the memes that have come from it, because I thought I was an ugly crier, and then I just go to the interwebs and I say I'm not as ugly as that, so I feel better about myself today. I feel like the biggest problem going forward is that now Peter Parker has all of Tony Stark's technology at the end of the movie, and so Tony Stark's technology doesn't exist in the Marvel Universe, Yeah. so they're just going to have to both movie series now are going to have to rewrite that to somehow somebody else gets Tony Stark's te- technology and then in the Sony Spider-Man movies all of a sudden Peter Parker just doesn't have that anymore. But I think you can write around that with a character like Shuri because Shuri's already dealing with a lot of the tech that Tony's dealing with. Like, she Yeah, it's has, great to go to her. Yeah. What is Sony going to do? Like, hey, remember how Spider-Man had missiles and stuff? He doesn't have that anymore. What about, what about the blip? How are they going to explain the blip without MCU? Right. That, yeah. I would, if they're gonna not going to have it with Spidey anymore, like having that technology, I think this is just a great open door for us to get Riri Williams as yeah. Ironhearted, and yeah. it's like, we need that. Yeah. We need that next. So I think with all of this chat, obviously the door isn't closed because unless they're going to get super creative, Sony. Um, <laughs> you don't have to laugh when you say that. I'm no. sorry. Unless they, unless they get super creative. Um, then I heard they, the dialogue in Venom. I don't know if they can then, get super creative. Well, and they can, but, yeah, but, but what, what I'm really excited that Sony creative. is doing, what I'm really excited that Sony is doing is that they said that we're going to get an Into the Spider-Verse 2. Yes. yes. So Very how good. many of you love Into the Spider-Verse? Oh, yeah. Yeah. How many of you awesome are movie. like, hashtag, that's my Spider-Man? <laughs> oh, yeah, no, that's I where I'm going to get that tattoo. I, my tattoo, my I, what I love so much about Into the Spider-Verse is that we all love superheroes here. That's why we're at this convention. Um, and we all believe in them, and they mean so much to us, and we want to be them. But Into the Spider-Verse, I think, set it in such a way anyone can wear the mask and I felt like even though it was an animated film it wasn't live action but it probably made me feel more represented than any other superhero movie has made me feel in a long time which is crazy because I'm a 40 year old white woman (laughs) and I felt I cried I went into the theater and watched that movie five times I downloaded the soundtrack two days before the movie came out like when I go to the gym this is my jam oh yeah on the Stairmaster those songs are the best Stairmaster Squats, man. <laughs> we should have invited Post Malone here. He's in town right now. <laughs> so, anybody thoughts on Spidey Verse Two? I think it I should happen. Wait. Yeah, that's a good idea. I want more Spider Ham. Where, where, where's, where are they going to go? Where's the story going to go? Um, I would say to Spider Ham's universe. Let's see all the. Let's see the uh, the Animal Avengers. Get Bunny Hulk. We can't. You can't do that. They can't have Marvel characters. Yeah. It's not the Avengers, but you the Paw Avengers. But you bring up an interesting point. This, this movie, I think the sequel would be traveling to different universes. Yeah. So I think you would see Miles and the gang go to the Noir universe, go to 2099, go to uh, Looney Tune Land, right? I think I think that's the direction they'd go with number two, wow. which would give it kind of a Wreck-It Ralph flavor, which I don't necessarily mind. 
So well, we'll I'm, see what happens. I mean, you look back at one of their best games that they created, uh, Shattered Dimensions, mm-hmm. and that game not only was incredibly fun, but the storyline made so much sense with it. So it's one of those where when you have the multiverse and you finally open that up, you can cue back of like, oh, remember when we did this and it was a wildly successful game? Let's now make a movie out of literally just that storyline, which was honestly putting different spide- different Spideys in different universes away from each other and what I'm having them try to figure out, oh, this is how this Spider-Man has to interact in this it's like in this world. It'll be interesting to see just how it works out and how to find out how much of an influence that Marvel had on the first one because they did have a part in it. It wasn't just Sony doing that. This is just Sony on your own like, all right, you put on your big boy pants, let's see what you can do. And that's well, what you I'm got- scared about because it's great. I'm, I'm, I'm part of the Utah Film Critics Association. We not, we not only voted Spider-Verse as the animated film of the year, but as film of the year. And it's going to be tough to top, I think, yeah, that's without me, like, help. I was excited when I heard the announcement, but at the same time I was like, what? Well, they've, like- got, they've got Lord and Miller coming back, which I think is fantastic. They're going to work on the script and co-direct. Um, I think they're going to focus on Peter and Gwen. I think that's going to be kind of the way that they go with it. I can just hear this mic crackling. I didn't know what it was going to do. I was like, it was going to blow up in my face. It's good right now. Okay, cool. Because I was just nervous as shit. Uh, So here's what's about to happen. They're going to drop this Spider-Man movie. It's not going to make nearly as much money. Spider-Verse 2 is going to make money because it's an Academy Award winning movie. Then Sony's gonna be kicking themselves because this only the only reason this happened is Sony also got big headed and thought we don't need Marvel, we don't need you. Well, because Spider Man Far From Home made one point one zero nine billion dollars. It's their it, most successful movie, it beat right? Out Skyfall, right? But the only reason, the only reason it made that money was because it was the follow up film for the highest grossing movie in history, Avatar. <laughs> oh my gosh let's throw down i have made an enemy of the mad titan today <laughs> so it's not my best move <laughs> zach it's been nice oh, knowing no. you buddy <laughs> it's it, it, it it's only because of, of that. i didn't even say average black dude uh <laughs> it's only because of Avengers Endgame, why Spider-Man made $1.1 billion. And the fact that Marvel has put a storyline and made a Spider-Man we actually care about. We didn't care about Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man come Spider-Man 3. We didn't care. We for damn sure didn't care about Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man and Spider-Man 2, because we'll never forget Jamie Foxx lost a gap by getting struck by electric eels. Um, <laughs> did nobody pay attention to that? His Max character had the biggest gap ever. And when yeah. all of a sudden when he was Electro, he had beautiful teeth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They had beautiful teeth. Super villains have beautiful teeth. After that movie came out, I was like running around with a lightning rod. Like, so come on. The problem is, so when it comes to Spider-Verse, Spider-Verse was more, they had a small consulting thing when it comes to Spider-Verse. It was nothing as big as with Spider-Man itself. You don't have to worry. So as long as Lord and Miller stay involved, I think you're okay. Yeah. That, that's that's the biggest thing you have to worry about with Spider-Verse. If Lord and Miller go away, then that movie fl- flops no matter what. Because you don't want another director coming in and trying to touch a property that's already been established. Right. We have had that too We've many times. And it fails. And it fails. Okay, so talking, speaking about Fire from Home, and we have one panelist, um, one podcaster here that has not seen the movie, and I'm just going to keep pointing it out. I got jobs out, and kids. <laughs> this is about to get um, heavy. No, he's okay with it. No, watch this. Okay. So Tommy Stark is dead. Okay, Spider-Man has Tony Stark technology. 
and Jake Gyllenhaal really went Mysterio. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so, but what I want to say, so you made a good point, Jay, of the only reason that this Spider-Man movie um, was so successful was because of Endgame. Mm-hmm. And I love Spider-Man. I did not like Far From Home as much as I liked, you know, um, Home, you know, Homecoming. Homecoming. So, I, totally I mean, does everybody feel no. like that it was like I only went and saw that twice in the theater and one is because, I mean, I went to see it as a critic and the other one is because I if I like a movie, I usually like to go you know, give money to it. But like Spider-Verse, I went and saw it as many times as I had time for and money for to go see it in the theater. I, there were some problems with far from home, but there were some things that I absolutely loved about it. Um, and I did love how they did, how he kind of passed the torch of technology to Peter. Um, and you kind of had that moment on the plane. It's a plot device. The movie was a two and a half hour yes. plot device. It wasn't. It wasn't as good of a movie as I thought it was going to be. When right. I'm looking at the numbers that it's bringing in, if they would have put that movie anywhere else other than Endgame, it would not it have made would the money. Not have made the no. mu- the movie is not strong enough. It's not a bad movie. But right? you got to remember, it's not the best. The value you got to remember when it comes to the MCU, they have a lot of movies. We tend to we tend to be like, oh, these movies don't make any sense. Marvel had 23 movies to tell one story. Right. Every movie is not a movie that you just like, yo, you have to grip onto. Thor the Dark World is a two and a half. Wait, no, no. Thor Thor the Dark World is a two and a half hour movie to talk about one thing. Yeah. Just to talk about the ether. Yep. Yep. That's all Thor the Dark World is about. Ant-Man and the Wasp are literally plot device movies to introduce the character and introduce what? The quantum realm. Mm -hmm. So Spider-Man Far From Home is just to say, look, this is life after the snap. Right. That's it. Right, and I understand yeah. that. But when everybody looks, when regular people, nothing. not yeah. nerds, when regular people, when pedestrians look at the numbers of this film, like my morning show partner, that it isn't into nerdy stuff at all. And he's like, Val, this movie must be one of the best movies you've ever seen because look at the numbers. And I'm like, it's actually not the best Marvel movie that's out there. But like you said, the device of putting it where it was, Sony is not going to have that device to make whatever Spider-Man movie they make make that much money. But they do have its pedigree. They've right. got Tom Holland. They've got two successful movies and, and all that cross behind our fingers. it. And people are going to like that. They're going to check it out. Oh, yeah. I think I think it's going to make money right away, but it's, it's longevity that's going to be it, It's issue. like you we'll said see. a minute ago, Rich, though. it's It's got to live up to Into the Spider-Verse, yeah. which is universally loved by just about everybody. So even if Sony does make a really good Spider-Man movie, people might walk away going, wasn't as good as Into the Spider-Verse. I guess yeah. Disney was right. Can we talk about Mysterio, though? Because I thought Mysterio was dope. I kind of like them, too. When I saw that they cast Jake Gyllenhaal in you that so role, excited. I was like, "The Gyllenhaal! They're bringing in the Gyllenhaal!" And then when I when I was watching the movie, and I'm like, "Oh, he's a douche! This is perfect! <laughs> what they did here!" And then I loved it. But of course, he he has my favorite line in any movie ever that he says to Spider Man, and he says, or Peter Parker, and he says, "Don't ever make anyone feel make you feel bad for being the smartest person in the room." And I. I love that line so much that I'm going to get it tattooed on my body. But like for for him to be in a room with all the people that he was in the room with that have been fighting these, these adults, they've been fighting wars, all this stuff. And this kid walks in, this little puny kid walks in and he is the smartest person in that room. And he is going to be better than Iron Man. Um, and I love Iron Man. No, but, Iron Man but Iron Man knew it. But Iron Man knew it. Yeah, that's why I gave him the glasses. He gave him the glasses because he 
Iron Man had so many personal problems. He had so many things that he had to go up against. And he knew this kid was better than him. And that's why they had such a connection. And he knew he could handle all the smarts. And I, I think, think he to- knew that from when he interviewed him in his apartment. And he was like, oh, yes. you're just doing this? Yeah. Not for money and what's your angle? Fighting the right. good fight? Yeah. yeah. Okay. But Tony also yeah. saw it. Sorry, you go ahead. No, no, I'm just saying, I get it, I get it. You just know I have to put Tony up on the top. Okay. Tony also saw in himself, like in the latter movies, that his ego had caused a lot of problems and he didn't see an ego oh, yeah. in those. Peter Parker. And that was why he passed it on to him. Not just because he was a genius, because he was actually a good person where Tony had many flaws that he had become aware of. Well, and I think you've got to credit Tony a little bit for peter parker being better than him i mean obviously he's already got better motives and everything but tony wanted him to be better than him and so he mentored him to be and that's what we do when we mentor someone we want them to grow and be better than who we are and what we are so peter parker's great but only because of tony thank you thank you thank you sir good good heart good heart i know so (laughs) i love i love this iteration of spider-man uh, a lot of people, when we heard we were getting another reboot, we were like, great, we got to watch Uncle Ben die again. Right. Yeah. right. Um, but in this universe, in this universe, really the only key Uncle Ben gets is his initials on a suitcase. Tony Stark is this Spider-Man's Uncle Ben. Yes. This is the guy who this is the guy who gives him the with great power comes great responsibility line. Right. Yes. And Spider-Man is a character who carries his guilt. He does not let that go. He doesn't let other people carry it for him. That's, that's his biggest character defect is he carries that guilt. And so now I'm wondering how that such a pivotal part of the character is carrying the guilt and cleaning up Tony's messes. Cause you look at both his solo movies, both of his villains came around because of Tony Stark. The entire MCU villainry is because of Tony Stark. What a joke. Ultron. (laughs) Everybody, all the villains that you have, in a sense, are because of Tony Stark. He He just wanted to put a suit of armor around the world. I mean, think about it. Knowing about the Tesseract, Thanos knew about Tony for the jump. He even said it. Thanos told him, you're not the only one burdened with great knowledge. Thanos knew about him from jump. I'm going to say Malekith, maybe not. No one knew about an ugly-ass elf. Nobody. (laughs) (laughs) No one. Didn't, we no already one. explained to you Thor the Dark World had one purpose and that was either. Everything else doesn't matter. Wait, it wasn't it wasn't to show a, a fun ice giant frolicking through New York in the post credits? That seemed real important. Also, also another purpose of Spider Man Far From Home, I forgot to say, is to officially wrap up the story. Because they wrapped up the story the best way you could ever in that movie. When you brought back the scientist from Iron Man 1. Yeah. What? When you brought back the scientist and said, Tony, St- the one that Obadiah yeah. Stane yeah. yelled at. Yeah. I must have lost my mind. I was yeah. like, that is how you close a story. Yeah. Right. You got every, again. It was every, Ralphie from Christmas Story. Yeah. It's Alfie from, yeah, it was Ralphie yeah. from Christmas Story. It's Ralphie. Oh, yeah. You got everybody <laughs> that Tony Stark has ever pissed off. And it comes full circle. Until the very end. Now it's like we're all working together because Tony's a jerk. But see, Tony knew he was a jerk. And he was trying to make amends for it, but not on the small levels. Right. But that's like you both are saying, like those are the clever things that Marvel is so good at. Like the the odd to or not to Uncle Ben with that, even into the Spider-Verse, that all of the way Uncle Ben's have died. Like for Gwen, it was her best friend who was Peter. His uncle was the villain. Like it, those are like clever storytelling to me. Um, and so even in uh, Far From Home, like Mysterio 
being that like just the jerk that he was <laughs> like such a douche he he was also smart and could play off of that it felt like almost to me in a way that it's it was this villain towards iron man in a sense you know what i'm saying it's peter was just caught in the middle if that makes sense um so i i loved the visuals and i thought that was a nice twist to like the 90s cartoon with all of the illusions that were happening i just thought that was brilliantly done until he showed dead Tony and then it was the zombie and I was like kick his ass Peter just I'm done <laughs> you went too far Mysterio you went I too far loved that scene he went too far that that first like illusion fight scene that he had with Mysterio in the warehouse there I that was so it cool was, it was brilliant oh my yeah. gosh that was the best way to showcase his air quote power set right <laughs> In that movie, I, lo- I loved it. But Jay's about to disagree with me in three. No, 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 I'm just no, no, no. I was just gonna say. I, I keep thinking about how we keep talking about how will Sony go forward. You got to think about it. They try minus Tony Stark's death and the technology. Minus that, if you take out Aunt May and Happy, this is a Spider-Man movie on its own. Yeah. You think yeah. they'll take yeah. out Aunt May? I mean, I, I mean I'm sorry to talk about take out Happy. Just Happy. Yeah, Happy's Aunt May and Happy's relationship. Oh, what for I sure. Mean. Yeah. But yeah. if you just take this is a Spider-Man movie on its own. And you take out the Tony Stark situation. So think about how they ended Spider. So uh, I told people this months ago, and I'm looking you dead in the eye when I tell you this. Yeah, I told everybody on. that J.K. Simmons will be reprising his role as J. Jonah Jameson. Nobody believed me any <laughs> year. Dude. Hell no. Yes. I told that people months. Awesome. I told people months ago about that. They was like, no, he's not. I said, okay, watch. And then he showed up, and I was like, I told you, Hi. bitches. He <laughs> died. I died. I so, so good. So you got to remember. Be so fair, now, he you reprises his role for everything too. Like even in in uh, the uh, PS4 game, yep. he reprises his role in yeah, there as well. He's the voice but he he's also the does the voice for the cartoons too, like the Lego Movie, yeah. like the. I mean, they are. Yeah. yeah, because he's somebody you don't want to replace. Yeah. So you look at it like the only other thing that was MCU related in that post credit scene was the what's new coming one two three. The building, the Baxter building is coming. Yeah. But yeah. Baxter building. Right. Baxter building. But now, but now you don't have to talk about it because it was just something, it was an Easter egg. It wasn't right. anything that was openly acknowledged. So there's so many things we think that we have to worry about. But the problem is you now have to bring that character into a universe that makes no sense. You have Venom who has Spider-Man abilities, but has never touched Spider-Man. You have the suit who was the dumbest thing in the world because he told Eddie Brock, I'm a loser on my planet like you. What? I wish they would have set it on fire after that. But now, and then also you gave Woody Harrelson the worst red wig in history. <laughs> That's not his natural hair? <laughs> Terrible. So now you're going to, also, he was, in, he was in Venom. Yes, I am the one that was quoted on Screen Rant and every other thing. Tom Holland did film scenes for Venom. The Peter Parker was in Venom. The problem was Marvel saw the movie and was like, take him out. So, yeah, I've said it here. I've said it collided live. I've been quoted about it and I'm saying it again. So they tried to blend that universe already. But they put Peter Parker in it to play it safe. You put Parker in it. There's no real worries. You put Spider-Man in it. Everybody's like, oh, my God. There's a big difference. Yep. All right, I'm so, I'm stop dropping jewels. I just want to point out we've gone nearly a half hour and nobody has said Peter Tingle yet. Peter Tingle. I was gonna, <laughs> that was going to be the next thing I brought up was the Peter Tingle. I mean, I was, I've been feeling it. For I, a half yeah, I was hour. too. I was too. I say it out loud, Val has it, been feeling the Peter Tingle since she met Tom Holland yesterday. I mean, really, since two years ago. That's not. <laughs>
I'm with Peter. Can we not call it that, the Peter yeah. tingle? <laughs> it makes me feel weird because I don't think of him that way. I know I don't you don't. Like that. That. He doesn't make me tingle that way. He's a cute um, kid. He's a cute kid. <laughs> I'm 40. Leave me alone. But like something like that, 12. Something that I was always wondering is like, so you think about older Spider-Man movies. You think about the uh, Tobey Maguire and the Andrew Garfield movies. Do you think that they had a blend like I think that Tobey Maguire made a good Peter Parker but a terrible Spider-Man Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> when you're a jet you're a jet all the way <laughs> he didn't write it I don't blame him but then like I think Andrew Garfield was a terrible Peter Parker but an okay Spider-Man like that scene when he explains to Emma Stone that he's Spider-Man he's like rubbing his chest and stuff like I can never watch Wait, that movie that's not again. how you'd explain you. I'm Spider-Man girl like, you, know, you, so you got all this spider goodness it's, it's like, you want to see my Peter Tingle Zach, just, just, just a tip for you anytime you find yourself rubbing your chest to explain, you're doing it wrong so I'm I don't know feel, I, I that this is right. wrong that I don't want right to be right that, that <laughs> felt right to me damn that do you see this chest I'm gonna rub Ooh. this chest <laughs> I saw that last night at the I work on this chest a lot. <laughs> I'm gonna rub this chest. I saw what you could do with that thing. Can we talk about how Can you rephrase that statement? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Make it worse. Make it worse. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm trying to get. I'm trying to get Jake to take off the glasses. It's everyone's goal now, Jake. I know. Everyone's goal. I always thought it was funny when people were freaking out about Zendaya being cast as MJ, and uh, because they cast. A blonde to play MJ in the original movie, and then a redhead to play Gwen Stacy in the Andrew Garfield movies. Who cares? The only Anybody could do I it. I was pissed that they cast her is because I met her when she was a bratty kid. Oh, really? When she was doing um, Shake It Up on the Disney Channel, but that's she was at the age where you're a bratty kid. So in my mind, I was like, she's kind of a snot. Why is she going to mess up my movie? But then I saw her in a couple movies before that, and then she was in this movie, and I'm like, perfect perfect casting it had nothing to do with anything else other than i thought she was a brat and she was gonna mess up my movie and i think the fact that they made her she's not the most popular girl in school no, i love yeah. that i love that because everything ha- anything with a teenager it's got to be the the jock or the head cheerleader no that's not 99.9 percent of kids in this world they want you know the nerdy science kid or the outcast kids that that's another form of representation you were talking about I really liked that they kept her investigative side. Like, she's really smart, yeah. really investigative, but also super quirky and dark and emo and weird. But, you know, I, I thought it was a great twist on the character. I wanted I more agree. from her in Far From Home. Yeah. Yes. Like, I, I was wanting more. Like, they, I just felt like they kind of had her in the movie because they felt like they had her in the movie and they had her do some really clever things and stuff. But I, I felt like that movie should have been more her. Mm-hmm. Anybody else? Yes. No, I agree. Not alone. 100%. Well, they had a ton in that movie. When you think about it, they had she so many different... She was on screen, but... Yeah. Uh, she didn't get enough. It was just like, just enough. to say, oh, MJ's here too. Yeah. And I think they tried to focus on that relationship piece. I mean, he's trying to impress her. They're going to Italy or whatever. And, um, <laughs> the Black Dahlia. Yeah, the Black Dahlia. Like, I, so I think they were trying to focus on that. So romantic. I do like that she found out that he, she, that he was Spider-Man. I like that. I think there's a lot more opportunities for her in three. When you remove all of the Marvel lore, you got to fill it with something that's more screen time for MJ. And also think about it because with the next Spider-Man, the next two actually, because it was only supposed to be one, but may not be one or maybe two, but Disney is trying to pull John Watts off because they're like, oh, so we ain't going to work together. Come on back. 
but we'll find out what happens to that. But nonetheless, with this one, now his whole third movie is about trying to prove I'm not Spider-Man. Right. And so mm-hmm. how much will you, right. you got to have MJ with him the whole time? So now you hit, it's between him, MJ, and Ned trying to prove he's not Spider-Man. So that, I mean, if you, you want more Zendaya, you're going to be able to get it now because of what this story is. Yep. She's got to cover for him every time he's got to go somewhere. Right. I mean, can you really pretend? I mean, it's on national television, right? The hardest well, the part deep is the fake videos that are out now. I think the problem it, is, yeah. too, with them taking away the Stark technology, if they call it, if he still has the tech, but don't call it Stark tech, he'll learn how to do a hologram of himself or a hologram of Spider-Man. So this way they can be at the same, they can be in two different places at one time. And everybody's yeah. like, oh, well, it is him. You know, yeah. it isn't him. True. I mean. Well, and, and I, it's interesting you mentioned it was on national television. It was on the Daily Bugle, which it seems like they made like InfoWars. Yes, absolutely. So it's a questionable, credible yeah. source, you know. It, so on national television, eh, kind of. Kind of, sort of. Yeah. Fake news. Fake, yeah. <laughs> so you tell me, it smells like sulfur. So you tell me <laughs> J. Jonah Jameson thinks that all the frogs are turning gay. Yes. <laughs> I wouldn't put it past him. I don't know. Well, this this is bald J. Jonah, J. Jonah Jameson. So. He looks so good, though. He does. He lo- he have, you seen, have you seen J. Jonah Jameson in Whiplash? He's so good. He's so good. <laughs> okay, so we've got about five minutes, five yeah. to eight minutes left before we have to run to another panel. Um, but I want to kind of go around uh, the table, and I just want you to tell um, everyone uh, who your favorite what, or what your favorite Spider-Man movie is out of any. And we're not going to judge you. This is a safe place. Um, <laughs> and it can be any. It could be an animated series. It can be a movie. It can whatever your favorite Spider-Man Hilarious. something <laughs> is, unless it's on Pornhub. Place. You if can't it's on Pornhub. Look, I'm telling you, it's, as a Spider-Man can't. MJ porn, she getting it. Like Peter giving it, Peter giving it. Time. The Peter Tingle? No, it is a Peter. It ain't even a Peter Tingle. He giving it a Peter's beard. Like he giving it that long. Like it's just him. He getting it with the webbing. Like. All right, I'm done. What goes around comes around. Well, I was. This this is this version's equivalent of the shocker from the Star Wars episode. You can't say shocker after you talk about porn, Tracy. (laughs) I I was going to say into the Spider Verse, but now after that, I think I'm going to have to go with the Spider Porn. He painted such a beautiful picture with his words. PS4s. Spider-Man game. <laughs> Gotta stick with that. It's so good. It is amazing. Amazing. At the end, somebody's like, the, the only thing one. left is Spider-Man 3. They're like, dang it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, James. I, I like, you know, there was something about uh, Topher Gr- Topher Grace. Was, <laughs> Topher Grace was, he was there. Uh, can we pray on James Franco? No. <laughs> Thomas Hayden Church? No, we can't even. The one thing I will say that they did perfectly over inside the game. No, no, no. no. You, sh- you, shut your, you shut your face right now. <laughs> Is the meeting, be- like the actual Spider-Man meeting between uh, Miles Morales and Peter Parker. So good. The end scene. I want to see that so much. Oh so, yeah. The sequel needs to be based on that scene. Spider-Man homies. Spider-Man homies. That's what's coming. Yeah, I'm following this train. I was going to say the PS4 Spider-Man game as well. I'm even repping it with my shirt. (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, I think Into the Spider-Verse for me. That movie was so important for so many people and just that movie is that movie's incredible on so many levels. You guys know I love Tom Holland. I mean, a lot and I love the MC universe, but I got to I got to say Into the Spider-Verse and I Miles Morales and I met the kid that plays Miles Morales at yes. CES cool and Shamik Moore. He I watched him dance, I watched him sing. He talked to me for like 25 minutes about just the world. This 23-year-old kid is amazing and I want to see him and Tom Holland in a movie together. I know it's not ever going to happen, but that is my wish. Isn't Shamik in that new Wu-Tang thing on Hulu? Which is by the yes. way amazing. <laughs> First three episodes. If you are not watching it on Hulu, you are missing out. Yeah. For spoilers, yeah, Ghostface and Raekwon want to kill each other in the first three minutes. <laughs> Get your life right with Jesus and watch it. <laughs> I gotta go with my my boy Miles. Like Spider Verse is just an amazing movie. I'm surprised nobody has said this one movie yet. Go ahead. That, what? Miles is Miles, my dude. Like he's just yeah, the representation, his story. He's I love Peter Parker, but and I love that we got to see Peter Parker jaded in this one. Like we know his story, but this was Miles's story, him coming in, and it was just heartwarming. Hey, what's up? <laughs> Y'all missed it, but there was a shoulder touch. <laughs> Einstein said time was relative. <laughs> I don't know what's happening over there. <laughs> Colin doesn't know what's happening so over there. If I had my spider suit on, I wore that yesterday. It would have been perfect. Oh. Uh, yeah, uh, PS4 game, hands down. Love being able to dive in, play as the character, be surrounded by by that universe, and uh, being able to, I mean, just web swinging around is, is fun in itself. See, and that, but then all the Miles Morales stuff and... Mm. Yeah, that has been something that these movies have lacked so much is just quintessential web slinging yep. and the fact that you could go and get it and it's one of the so I've talked to Tom Holland before a couple times he is a fantastic well he was a fantastic gymnast and that right. is something he where he can actually do it so it's like mm-hmm. yeah. not utilizing that which is the one of the 100%. quintessential parts of Spider-Man not letting him actually tumble and fly and do anything sort of acrobatic through the air is it, it, it's a loss I mean it's, unless it's he's in a neighborhood well, something where, I where there's nothing to and that's, and that's something I really loved about Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man yeah, is that they ended too. each one with like this yeah. celebratory swing oh, through yeah. it, and I loved it. I loved yeah, it. Yeah. I kind of want to give an honorable mention just to the the original Spider-Man. Simply because Macho Man Randy Savage was in it. And then also. <laughs> Michael Keaton in Homecoming as the Vulture is he's just so good. That's yeah, I, everything you, you who would have thought you could get that kind of depth out of the Vulture. When I heard they were doing the Vulture I'm like, "Oh no." And then I went, "Oh." Yeah, that's the cool yeah. thing. We got to see so many cool villains out but, of that. But top to bottom into the Spider-Verse is, is my favorite Spider-Man movie, so. You've got your own I've mic. got my own mic. <laughs> there, there was there was this old TV series in the 70s. Oh, yeah. No, just kidding. I grew up on my favorite. But I, anyway, that was the first one I remember seeing. No, it's uh, Into the Spider-Verse for me. I go Spider-Verse, but Spider-Man 2 Thank you. is really, That's really, really good. It is. It's really good. Spider-Man 2 is completely... Un- People forget that movie is so dope and it dark at the same yeah. time. Yeah. It is so dope. do you have something to sing from Spider-Man 2? Not from Spider-Man 2. Oh, dang it. Uh, we can just Rain do drops keep falling on my head. <laughs> 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 
Um, so I love Into the Spider-Verse, but I'm actually going to go uh, Homecoming on this one just because of one scene in particular when uh, Peter is confronting Vulture in the hangar and he has the building collapse on him. And he's sitting there, like, looking in the thing, and he's, like, screaming for help, and he's, like, saying he can't breathe and all this other stuff. And then he sees his reflection and just the, come on, Spider-Man, come on, Peter. <laughs> like, just seeing that. And, yeah, that's, like, probably my favorite scene in all Spider-Man movies. More than... More than the dance. Spider-Man 2 reminded me. Two of my favorite comedians are actually in Spider-Man movies. Joey Diaz is in Spider-Man 2. He's the guy that steps in front of Doc Ock and says, you got to go through me. And then Donnell Rawlings, one of the best comedians working today, he's the guy that goes... That dude stole, or that dude stole that Spider Man's pizza, or something yeah. like. Yeah, I, uh, Spider Man stole that dude's pizza. Me, That's what it was. It's into the Spider Verse because I cried off one scene in particular, the conversation that Miles' dad was having with him through the door. Yes, oh my. I'm crying right now. Yeah, the scene Why he had through the door because I needed to. <laughs> <laughs> that was the scene, but also like I said, Spider Man Two because it does not get recognized enough enough because we always overlook it because of Tobey Maguire as a whole. But Alfred Molina as Doc Ock yeah. was amazing. Yeah. And then yeah. to see the torment he had to go through also with Harry finding out who he was. You know, so all of that played a role. Then you have Harry, you know, going crazy hearing Norman Osborn's voice. So all those different things played out. And then I just kind of wish they would have let Chris, Kirsten Dunst just fall in the river. But <laughs> it's like, you could have killed that MJ and nobody would Actually, that- Spider-Man 2, I saw it not too long ago. That quality of the movie, like the visuals, the special effects, it really still holds. It still holds. Yeah. It's that scene where he has to hold the train. Yeah. It's yes. one of the so best yes. scenes to watch the suit rip and like, and look. An average person with that much strength might lose, you know, an arm. But the fact you saw his suit rip, because that was the best way they can show you the real life effect of it. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of showing his arm rip out, his suit is tearing. Jay, I'm glad you brought up the scene with, with Miles and his dad in the door. Because I honestly, when I was watching that, I remember thinking this could be the equivalent to like the generation now, like a father son moment mm-hmm. as Field of Dreams. Like you want to have a catch. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I, that's where I remember feeling that. Well, uh, I didn't want to bring up Field of Dreams because <laughs> if you build it they will come uh, but <laughs> are we going back there again where are we going no, 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 no. no but as a dad as a dad too that you know is mimicking like I might have to have those conversations yeah. Yeah. Right. with my either my son or my daughter and uh, so I think about those things and so that's why it made me tear up and uh, I'm going to stop talking about this right now because I am too big to be at this table crying. <laughs> All right. We want right. to thank we, everyone, right? Yeah, yes. we do. Thank you, everybody, for being on the show. Um, if you want to find us, we are Movies That Make Us. and it, you guys We will put everyone's links put when there, we yeah. post this um, so that you can go check out everyone else's pop- podcast. But thank you so much for talking about Spider-Man with us. Thank you. All. Thank, you guys. thank you. And we won't see you at the movies. This has been a Stolen Droids Media Production.